gospel reading for today is taken from Gospel Luke. The story continues after that he was baptized and he was tempted by the devil to the wilderness. And Jesus began to do the work that God has purposed for him. So this day we have for our theme, God calls us, or called by God, instruments of salvation. In our gospel reading for today, the Holy Spirit was given to us that we might do the work of Christ. Okay, Christ has already ascended into heaven and has entrusted to his apostles the work of the church. And Jesus says to his apostles, now go into the world and to teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so that mandate also was given to us in our time and in our generation today. The work of Christ and the work of the church should not stop. But it has to continue until he comes again. And this mandate also is now belong to us. And so today, in our gospel reading, we see how Jesus gives importance to the synagogue worship says in our gospel reading, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news went out through all the surrounding region, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. Jesus Christ gives importance to hearing and teaching. Of the word. The synagogue, this is a meeting where they would hear and they would listen to the laws, the commandments of God. And we can find Jesus gives importance to this. And he was even given that privilege, he was given that authority to speak also in the synagogue. He has gained that reputation of being one of their teachers also. How that Jesus gained that? Remember the story when they were fulfilling their duties while they were in the temple, fulfilling their obligations in offering sacrifices how that after having done all, Jesus lingered, stayed in the temple with the teacher, asking questions and also answering. And many were amazed with Jesus. And Jesus Christ gained that reputation also among other teachers. And so he was given that privilege to read and even to teach also in their synagogue. And so Jesus gives importance to that. 
It says in our gospel reading here, verse 16, So he came to Nazareth, his, home, his, his own hometown, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was. It says here, it is his custom. It has become his habit. It has become his life to go to the synagogue. It says here, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found a place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. It says here, verse 18, the Spirit of the Lord was upon me. He was reading Isaiah 61. Not only Isaiah 61, when he quoted some of these uh, verses also, taken from the prophet Isaiah, it was also taken, some of that in Isaiah 42, others taken from Isaiah 35. Now the Spirit was upon the Lord Jesus Christ. The story in our Gospel reading, chapter 4, we can see the temptation of Jesus. This was after his baptism. The Holy Spirit descended upon him at baptism. The Holy Spirit also led him into the wilderness to be tempted. So the Holy Spirit was at work in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now that same Spirit that Jesus Christ receives at his baptism is the same Holy Spirit that we receive in our baptism. In our baptismal, through the waters, the cleansing, and even the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the same Spirit that Jesus Christ receives. No less. Because He promised that to us. Even He promised that to the, to the apostles. He says, It is to your advantage that I go away. That the Helper, the Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, who would abide with you, Here's the Father, here's from me, speak to you, lead you, and guide you. So that same Spirit that Jesus Christ received, the same Spirit that was given to us at baptism. No more, no less. So when Jesus Christ says here, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because Yes, truly, He is the Anointed One. He was the one that God promised that would bring deliverance 
redemption to his people that would bring to fulfillment again the heart of God to his people and not only to his people the nation of Israel but even to all of humankind he sent salvation not only for the Jews but also for the Gentiles and that speaks to each and every one of us we are not naturally born Israelites we are Gentiles and because of God's salvation we have now received that right to become his sons and daughters citizens of the kingdom and so with that even Jesus Christ says he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal brokenhearted to proclaim liberty of the captives to recover the sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord when Jesus began to say this Jesus Christ was fulfilling this already and so it is with us also today as the church each and every one of us have received the Holy Spirit not only that we receive the Holy Spirit okay the Holy Spirit was not given to show only his power yes the Holy Spirit is powerful we have received the Holy Spirit but at the same time we have also received this mandate we have also received this work what is the work of Christ he says to preach the gospel to the poor saying not only to the poor economically but also those who are poor when it comes to the relationship with God poor in understanding the ways and the principles of God poor in understanding of the mercy the grace and the love of God It's not just about the monetary those who are poor who are low in status of their life the lonely those who are being set apart we preach to them the gospel what is the gospel the gospel means the good news but the good news is that God loves them God cares for them God did not abandon them so this is the good news that we should proclaim to them this is the good news that we are to pick and to bring to them
He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Those who are being pressed, those who are being set apart, we are to bring healing. We are to bring restoration. We are to bring life and hope to these people. It says to proclaim liberty of the captives. Captives of what? Those who sat in darkness, those who are still in their bondages, those who are still in chains, and hold of Satan in their life. We are called to bring that to them, to proclaim the liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind. It's not just about physically blind, but those also are spiritually blind. Those who cannot see the truth, those who cannot see God in their lives anymore. That all they see in their lives is just darkness. And even those whose lives they choose to follow the darkness. It says here we are to bring recovery of sight to them. Bring them to light. Bring them to life. When I say bring them to life, it's to bring them to God, who is the author, the source, and the giver of life. It says, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. The acceptable year of the Lord, some other translation you would find is time of restoration. In Israel, they have these laws that if they have that slave with them, working with them, now, after 50 years of service, that servant should be released. Now, he or she is free. He's no longer bound. But there are those servants who choose to stay with their master. Now that depends upon the master. Us also being slaves, servant, we have the right to choose to serve him, to offer him our lives. Because knowing our master is good, is just, is merciful, is loving, is caring, 
That is the nature of our master. But to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, this speaks to those that would bring restoration to those who are straying, to those who are walking in darkness. Now that same spirit that works with Christ is the same Holy Spirit is now working upon us. And I believe this is also the task that the Holy Spirit is calling us to do. Especially during this time. Time of uncertainty. Time of darkness that we see around us. The Holy Spirit will work upon those who are willing to work with Him also. Because the Holy Spirit will not going to force you. It's not going to grab you through your neck, tell you, do the work. But the Holy Spirit also is willing to work with those who are willing to work with Him. So God calls us. Now let us be an instrument of this salvation. Let us be an instrument of this hope and life. Knowing that the Holy Spirit is working upon each and every one of us. And verse 20. As we continue, it says here. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. Now in verse 21 it says, And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Let us also, we who have given a life to Christ, we who have given a life to God, also answers the call. This is how we manifest the mission of Christ in our lives. We become an instrument of his salvation. His mission, this is his mission. What was written in the book of the prophet Isaiah was his mission. Now, we manifest that mission even as we become instrument of his salvation. Let us choose and allow the Holy Spirit to have the work of Christ done upon each and every one of us. That truly we make manifest. Epiphany means manifestation. We make manifest the work of Christ, the salvation of Christ upon each and every one of us. So stand, let us declare the creed.